On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and the annoying person next to me would be my annoying but lovely wife, Lissa. Lissa! I thought we were harmonizing. No, we weren't, and if we were, you were off. I know. You really need to practice that. Put your finger... In, in your ear, or like on Mariah your ear, Carey. exactly, and then think, work it out. Does the harmony come from the finger that she moves? Like no, that's ah, all show. It comes. That's from, just the vibrato. Yeah. That's the finger causes a vibrato. You don't know what you're talking about. It's a vibrato. Uh, <laughs> that's a vibrato. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. not a hundred percent, but you try. You sound like Tarzan. Yeah, I did like Tarzan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Speaking so how you doing? Of... <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. How's it, how's it feel to be back in the, under this roof that we call our home? Hey, I, I mean. After a week of feeling traveling. Good. Feeling good. Feeling good to be home. Great to travel, but at the same time, everyone knows when you travel, it takes a lot out of you. Well, particularly when you're driving like five hours a day like you were. Yeah, whatever. You said Tarzan. Go back to that. I had nothing. I was actually going to bring up uh, Luke Perry's son. Oh my God. Jungle Boy? Yeah. Would you like to talk about? No, I just Would you like to it. make this next no, you know, just, ten seconds about Jungle Boy and Luke Perry? The every time now Chris watches wrestling because Luke Perry's son, if you don't know, is a is it professional or is it an underground? I don't know what category he is in, but he is he a, is in a new federation called AEW All Elite Wrestling, and his name is Jungle Boy. Any Jungle way, boy. he is nearly a spitting image of his father. His hair is long and curly and luxurious. I've been following him for a couple of years now because not, uh, yeah, not clean that physically up. or literally, but I just mean like when I found out that he was in wrestling, I thought that's so cute. And then Luke Perry was so supportive of him. And then when he passed, of course. So supportive. He, he was. And he passed and it just was a reminder he has a son who is now what twenty probably. I don't know his age, but, but he's, young. He's, he's young. He started when he was really young, so yeah, like he's it's been like a the long youngest time. out there for that federation. Anyway. anyway, now every time Chris watches wrestling, I'm like, is Jungle Boy on? Because I only care about Descendants mm. of Luke Perry. So stupid too. I mean, he's again. Nah, I won't say that. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say. You know, when and if he ever gets to the WWE, he will wake me up because he has so much talent but and if, hair. I mean, name recognition alone, wouldn't you think that they would try to? Exactly, as an, as I've said, I think Lou Perry's real name is Colt, or there's something in there with. Mm-hmm. So to have like Colt Perry, or yeah, of course, so you you get oh, rid of they'll play around. You with get it, rid yeah. of that Tarzan, Jungle yeah, Boy. They'll never call him Jungle Boy. They would call him. His last name would be Perry for sure. Yeah. That's why I said it should be Dylan Perry. That should be his name. Yeah. To a T. You got to keep Perry. So why McKay? are we talking about this? <laughs> Perry McKay. Oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Why are we talking about it? Stop bringing up Jungle Boy all the time. 
So anyway, you're back. I am back. You're black. I have always been. Haven't changed. Yeah. Uh, I am back. For those who did not know, I went on a trip down south. Down south being anything I would deem, I don't think Virginia is south. Obviously, I know it's south. Southern Virginia is south. Where we live, Northern Virginia, is not the south. I would think places in North Carolina are the south. And then South Carolina, clearly, is the south. Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, you know, parts in Florida. Parts? Yeah, because Miami, I don't consider the south. Mm -hmm. But like Tampa Bay areas around that area i would probably say you but know. you've said maybe i was talking to someone else did you say that you didn't think new orleans was south no i didn't say that okay. new orleans is the south <laughs> we've been there before but okay someone i know they're from georgia they said that new orleans isn't the south i think louisiana the yeah. rest of louisiana is but new orleans is not you used to live there and i, I would say that you would classify that as the south no matter how much of a city vibe you get from being in New Orleans, like downtown New Orleans, it still feels like the South. Um, my criteria for the South Humidity alone is, would tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if the, if the sweat droplets are falling down my butt crack, then it's the South. We'll see. I would even go one more than that. When it starts at the top of your back mm. and finds its way to trickle all the way mm. down your spine and then end up in your butt crack, that's the South. That tells you. Then Virginia would be the South. So, I'm telling you, that's elements of the South. You got to put them all together. I saw a girl one time on the Metro who a guy was a guy was talking to her and she they were kind of like flirting and I don't know if she had shorts on or, or a skirt but I saw her the sweat mm -hmm. go rolling down her legs to her feet like it yeah. was it wasn't profuse but it was been there for bro made me laugh and which would make sense considering that like. As I mentioned today, two different metro stops in D.C. have not had functioning air conditioning for the last four or five years. Because metro is trash. Henceforth. And forevermore. Mm -hmm. The metro has always been trash. It sucks. It's a shame because we live in, I don't know, a really powerful, popular city. Uh, and it'd be nice for them to... Have public transportation, public transportation that transportation works. transportation that's reliable. On which people don't die. Yeah, people will die. Which it could extend 30 miles outside of D.C. Because that's kind of a normal thing, right? Yeah, uh, 30 miles outside of any major of course, city. Of course. I mean, that doesn't even extend to major I, airports yet. I mean, New York, doesn't does that it? extend all the way to Jersey? I don't care about Jersey? New York. No, I'm just saying, like, but that's a extremely popular city. And they sure. have public transportation that goes out to the next state. Public tra a Sleepy Hollow had public transportation, and that's like an hour and ten minutes. But it doesn't drive go out far enough because, yeah, it doesn't have. You know, Metro does extend out to, you know, Maryland, but you know that's the extent. But let's be real: a lot of places in Maryland that extends out to is still considered DC, like yeah. it's that close to it. So let's let's go back. Okay, anyway, what back were you to the trip. About? Yeah, your trip. Uh, I went down south. Uh, the purpose of the trip was twofold. The first one was. I wanted to go down south. I have never been what I classify as deep down south, with the exceptions of flying to and going on vacation with you to New Orleans. And Miami, you went. But again, Miami's yeah, down south. Sure. Uh, so 
I wanted to go down to the South because there was a part of me that wanted to see how racist it was if I experienced any racism in the South. You just hear stories. Um, but the main purpose was I wanted to see and learn about more of the civil rights um, movement, which a lot of it you know, came from Atlanta and how powerful Atlanta was with the whole civil rights movement. Uh, specifically Martin Luther King Jr. and his uh, upbringing. So that was the reason why I went down there. But you also went to, what were your stops along the way? So I, the first day, you know, I, I travel in the morning. I travel because I want to get the driving out of the way. So I travel first thing in the morning. When I say first thing, I mean like 3.45, 4 o'clock. Travel down the road. Uh, first stop was Charlotte. And when that's about five and a half hours or five hours and 45 minutes stayed in Charlotte overnight uh, and then what'd you do there um, I just explored the city I wanted to see what the city had to offer I wanted to see the sites eat some I wanted scrumptious to eat, food wanted to eat the food and of course when you go down south the only thing on my mind is soul food so I want to see and taste the goodness uh, I went to a place called Mertz uh, it was Highly recommended from a friend or by a friend, uh, and I looked at some of the Yelp reviews, and it was really good. It wasn't great. I've had better soul food, no question about it, um, but it was it was good. But the standout from there was the soul roll. Ugh. Explain the soul roll, sir. Well, the soul roll was a flaky, light, thin egg roll, but instead of stuff with like your typical Chinese food. Um, egg roll. It was stuffed with soul food. So it had collard greens, onions, tomatoes, a um, little bit of cabbage, and they spread this honey barbecue sauce on it, which was so good. That was the highlight of Charlotte, honestly. Uh, it was really good. And I wish I could have taken some home, but Me too. it would not have made it back I'm here. There's no way it would have made it back here. You mean just because you would eat it? Yeah. So unfortunately, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't bring that back. So the next day was Atlanta, and that's about four and a half hours from Charlotte. So I had to wake up really early for that because I had a tour at 10 o'clock in the morning. So of course, I had to leave at like three, so whatever, to make sure I was there safely. And on that tour... Atlanta. I, in Atlanta, yeah. I went to the King Center, or I went to every area that involved Martin Luther King. His birthplace, um, where him and his wife were laid to rest, the famous Ebenezer Church, where he preached. Um, Have you looked into what Ebenezer means yet? No, I, we, you, we just talked about I this know, earlier I'm today. I know, I'm just No, first off, we talked about it yesterday. Whatever, I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Don't judge me when I was tired. Um... I went to the church, I went to the surrounding areas, I saw all the popular things uh, about Atlanta and the civil rights movement. And honestly, that was all overwhelming. It was a lot to digest. I know when I parked, maybe it was a little bit uh, me being delirious from how tired I was, but I, I texted you as soon as I parked and I was like, I'm emotional already and I haven't even got out the car. It's just you knew, like, once I parked, this was 
this is a goal. This has been a goal of mine for over a decade. I've always wanted to go down and actually and just see, you know, where he was laid to rest and and pay my respects to the man. And I, I parked and I was like, I'm finally here. And I just, it was emotional. And I hadn't got out of the car. So I told you, I'm like, I, this is, this is some bullshit. I got to at least get out the car first and experience the, <laughs> the place before I get emotional. And, um, did you cry? I didn't. Uh, there were parts where I would have, I think, had I stayed there a little bit longer or, uh, I don't know. There were, it was like I wanted to, but then there were, I was very proud and I didn't. Uh, it wasn't for lack of emotion though. It's just, it's touching. It was in many ways, like you see a, a grave and it's sad, but you understand how much of an impact him and his wife made on this country. And so it was It was uplifting. Even though you're looking at where they're buried, it's like, if it were not for these people, I would not, I probably wouldn't have been able to travel here. Like, I, it's just, it's things like that where you understand the sacrifice and even though that their life, well, his life was cut so short, his impact will live on forever. So as much as you feel the emotion to cry, it just didn't hit me. Um, but the tour, we walked around you know, that that neighborhood, we walked around, we saw his birthplace, we saw where he's buried. Like I said, we saw the King Center, which had artifacts. Uh, and I learned a lot about even John Lewis mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the unsung heroes. Fired Rustin. Yeah. They talk about him? A- of course. Okay, um, just making sure. Abernathy, which to me, I think is, he is the most unsung out of everybody. Mm, I um, would say so. I would argue Byron Rustin, but yeah, I think he's getting. Two. I think yeah. he's getting his. He's dues starting to get now. his due now. His due now, his dues now. Okay. <laughs> so that day was, again, I keep going back to overwhelming. I keep going back to surreal, or like it. It honestly, it did not feel real. If anyone who's listening to this has ever been in a situation where. You've dreamt about something, you've thought about being someplace, and you finally get there. It just doesn't feel real. It takes a while for it to hit you. And you're expecting to feel certain feelings, and you can't because it's like, I'm not here. I'm not looking at this. There's no way. I'm not in front of this thing right now. Um, Why didn't you spend more time there? I spent a lot of time there. No, I mean, like, why didn't you spend only a day there? Why didn't you spend another night? Uh, I was on a schedule. Like, I didn't want to... Ball on a budget. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to stay there forever. Asking. Um, one of the things that I thought was very impactful was the church, um, the old church where he preached. You can walk in there whenever you want. It's free. And it's a very small, intimate church. And, you know, everything there is, like, original. They have, you know, all the original things there. They've roped some things off. But... They pump in Martin Luther King's speeches in the church. So it's complete silence, and you sit there, and I go to the front row, and I'm within three feet of his chair, and you're listening to his voice, and you're listening to him preach, and you cannot help but to be moved by that. And I could have left then. I could have walked out, got in the car, and come back home. That was enough. That was enough for me. Um, So that was really special. That whole day was special. 
Were there any quotes in the church? Did he, uh, well, he wrote these letters, but did they have any quotes memorializing his disdain for white moderates? Um, clearly, there was nothing like that at the church. Who would rather have things peaceful, a.k.a. don't want any progress, for the sake of keeping the peace? Um, that would not be in the church. Okay, um, they had a lot of his quotes at the King Center, which was across the street where he was laid to rest with his wife, uh, which, by the way, she doesn't get enough credit. No, she does not. Nationally on how much work that she put in after his death. Um, she's incredible. She was absolutely incredible. Um, definitely an unsung hero to the civil rights movement. Uh, and beyond. Of course. She was an animal rights activist. Yep. She spoke out about Jefferson Beauregard Sessions when he was being yep. uh, considered back for then some she knew, position. Yeah, back, back then, then she knew she he, knew was, he evil. was an yeah. evil racist elf. And then, <laughs> no offense to elves or elf culture. Yeah, but we only have CrossFit chihuahuas. Yeah, we don't have elves sorry. that listen to us. No Icelandic elves. Yeah, yeah, she was she was special, um, and she fought really hard to have his uh, birthday a national holiday. And I think in our country we only celebrate three birthdays, That's, or Washington. Lincoln, no, there's President's Day, which basically is all of them. Yeah. Columbus Day, which is bullshit. That's uh, not his birthday. It's something like that, isn't it? Well, it can't be like giving Native Americans, Indigenous people, like I, honestly, syphilis or something. I it can't feel be that. Like it's his birthday. Who? No, I can't believe that. Okay, well, you can check while I'm talking. Um, And then Martin Luther King's birthday. I think those are only the three that the the nation celebrates. But uh, she did a lot, and she should be celebrated more. So I walked around the King Center. I walked around the National Historic Park. It celebrates the anniversary of his arrival in the Americas on October 12, 1492. Mm, Okay. <laughs> he just came in. Yep. Hey guys, it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he went about taking other people's land, so why not? Just I'm stealing your land, and I'm making this my birthday and your joy. Uh, so that afternoon after I left there, and I stayed a long time. I wanted to make sure I took it all in. I went to the Busy Bee Cafe, which is Atlanta's soul food spot. Um, unfortunately it's in a, it's in a bad area. If we have anybody who listens to this in that area, sorry, but it's a bad area. Um, but damn, that food was good. They, I, and I had, you know, fried chicken, rice and gravy and collard greens. And it was good. It was really good. Uh, I hate the question though. I was like, just save room for dessert. I'm like, hell no. I'd love to have room for dessert, but I don't. I'd rather have savory. Yeah. I would go into why you consider it a bad area, but I just, I don't. Um, I can tell you why it's a bad area. It's a, unfortunately, it is a. A rundown? It's, how about this? It is a block away from the brand new billion dollar stadium that they just uh, put up for the Atlanta Falcons. And anyone who knows who is in a city for the most part they usually build the stadiums in poor neighborhoods because the land is cheap. So unfortunately, you have a poor area where if you read about it, crime is very high there. Mm. Drugs are rampant there. The The tour guy said that the area is called uh, the Bluff 
and there was a article about snow being in the bluff about how it's like the major cocaine ring of Atlanta. Mm. So it's 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 a bad area. It's not for the color of the people that are there. If you think that that's what I was going about, I wasn't sure why it was. I mean, I yeah, black people are there. It's no, bad. no, no. I consider <laughs> low, low income. It, yeah, you got it. No, no jobs, which means turn to drugs. Yeah. or so, uh, ways of other making money. It's a bad. It's a bad area and unsafe. Yeah, um, I would say out of every place that I visited in Atlanta, that place I would deem to be the most unsafe if I had to pick one. Um, and so I went there, I had the food, it was great. And the next day I went to Chapel Hill, which was six hours away from Atlanta. On the way back here, Chapel Hill is home to University of North Carolina, which is a school I really love. And I've been there already once this year, but I really love the campus and love the surrounding area. Love the food there too. And then the next morning I traveled four hours back home. And Welcome. Was, thank you. And Welcome that was my trip. Home. Now you can start talking because I've talked way too much. Welcome back to this home that we call a happy home. Yeah, we call Some it. of us. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to talk about a few things that we've discussed this past week. Okay, before you do that, I just mm-hmm. want to close with my trip story. Um, I think you said it right where you said that. A lot of America has whitewashed the memory of Martin Luther King Jr. And they only remember him as happy, happy, positive, nonviolent. We're all family. But let's remember that. That was Bernie Mac. Yeah. At the time, 80% of America thought he was a threat. Thought he was a violent threat. Of course. Sounds familiar. Exactly. To the prosperity of America. So. (laughs) The way you said prosperity. Prosperity. prosperity like it had it as an agent it prosperity <laughs> um of our country and you know there's a lot of veiled by the fbi right. there's a there's a lot of things that people think they know about Kennedy. martin luther king jr to be correct and i don't think they know everything and i think they should i put a post up today and i said it's impossible to measure the greatness of the man but one of the things that stuck with me is he was shot down at 38, 39 years old. And I'm a 38-year-old man right now. And when you think about Martha the King Jr., you think about like him being 50. Like from his, uh, from his voice to his stature to everything, you just feel like he was so much older. Do you feel like you've not accomplished anything in Hell life? Hell yeah, how could you not? But he, it's just how much he accomplished. And I know it wasn't a one-man job, clearly. But he was, the, he was the symbol of that movement for a long time. And there's no way I could repay him or his family to the sacrifice that he made. I mean, I have a tattoo on my arm that says his dream lives on through me. And in some ways, you hope that, you know, the the quote of, uh, you know, I'm my ancestor's wildest dreams. You hope that you live your life in a way that it would make them proud. And that's, you know, I just hope that he's looking down and seeing uh, 
the life that I live, and I'm making him proud. And that's that. I, I am inclined to speak on his behalf, <laughs> because, I how do you how do you respond to something like that? I was gonna say I'm sure he is, but also, um, you're really selfish for thinking he's looking down at you. I just want to say that I think that you're really self-centered. <laughs> He's just been watching you. I didn't say that. I said has he been I, looking down on me? I hope that if he is looking down and just happens to catch a glimpse <laughs> of little old Chris, he looked at me and said, "That's an all right guy." The end. And then he looked at everybody else who means shit and not me. Okay. But if he happened to look at me in this in this world where dead people are looking down on strangers, I just want to get a, an idea. I understand what you're saying, but also I just want to walk through what you think people do in the afterlife. You want to mock my story now? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Keep it going, because I'll have time for you. Come on. <laughs> Just curious. It's a nice sentiment, but that's, that's it. That's nice. I will say that your parents are very proud of you, and then I'm very proud of you. You know and who else is proud of me? The previous Martin Luther King nope. looking down from a cloud? Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> Neil. That's who's proud of me. Well, we're I've not done proud. him proud. Okay. Neil, you know, we've talked about you in this podcast in the past. We met you earlier this year. And uh, I, I got I gotta say, uh, Justice Gorsuch, I'm a, don't, 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 don't. I'm a little disappointed in the ruling, the gerrymandering ruling this past week. As you should know, as a subscriber to our blog and podcast, that that was a huge issue for me to focus on this year. And and I have been very involved in canvassing. I shouldn't say very. I've done it like a couple times. Involved in canva- canvassing and keeping an eye on the progress for, uh, for r- removing this undemocratic gerrymandering. And he, his vote this week did not did not do what I thought it did, considering that we talked to him in person and my thighs got sweaty in his chambers because it was really hot. If you want to hear that story, you can listen to a couple of podcasts back. But I thought that you and I made such a difference in his life that he would have not voted in the way he voted. Well, to be fair, we didn't go over that topic specifically. Yeah. So... <laughs> He probably thought, oh, they're on board. It's okay. So I think if you would have reached out and said, hey, by the way, just when you're voting for gerrymandering, please don't vote to have these states heavily gerrymandered. Yes. Um, but you didn't mention that. I should have maybe when we were in there. You were too busy worrying about your thighs. Yeah, I was I was too busy doing a lot of other things worrying about. I just, you know, I thought that he would see it in our eyes. No, he didn't. And it's okay. He, it's fine. He, he was he was relaxing, that. and it's okay. It was early in the morning. <sighs> just, just really unfortunate for me. I again I thought we made such an impression. Where he was so impressed by you. Well, I in still particular. love you, Justice Gorsuch. And you shouldn't. You, my friend, will always have a special place in my heart because you said something extremely nice. Mm-hmm. about me in front of my parents and my wife and that I will never be able to thank so, you enough for. So again, back to the self-centered nature. Oh. Um, you're you are okay with him because he complimented you, but meanwhile, he is maintaining the Oh, just him. Well, it's him, just him. He and okay. the others. Okay, well, some of them. this is what I'm saying. Him he gets a pass. Everybody else does not. The end. 
Okay. Let's move on. Still my guy. Sure. Um, so this past yep, week, what are you doing? Nothing. Go ahead. This past week, I told you a story about I had, I was volunteering at, and this is like, anyway. Is this listener discretion is advised because. Listener, discre- listener discretion vom- is advised. Is advised. <laughs> this involves fecal matter. Okay. Mm, so I'm. Uh, volunteering at the hospital and I have to go to the bathroom. I just have to pee. So I go to the bathroom and I close the door and I see to the right of me that there are like handprints, like child handprints on the stainless steel bathroom doors. And I thought that's weird. There must've been like a kid in this, like a short child, a toddler. So as I'm looking at the handprints, I had just happened to glance at the toilet seat in the other corner of my eye and see that there is poop on the toilet seat, like wiped off poop on the toilet seat. Then I look down on the floor and notice that there's like poop stains, again, wiped off poop stains on the floor. And then the door, which I had just closed, had like poop sputtering on the door. Like that was not wiped down. That was was like hardened poop on the door. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, Oh my God. Like I, I could have just taken my pants down and sat on the toilet. Okay. And I'm telling you the story. Yep, as this I'm, is when I'm, as I'm to... Yeah. So as I'm telling you the story, anyway, so I don't go into that stall. I go to the next one over. I inspect it. And then I walk out and tell, you know, we call environmental services to clean it up. Thank you for all of the work you do, particularly cleaning up toilets and poops. And poop. <laughs> but all of them? so I'm telling the story to Chris in uh, his reaction. Can I interrupt? Yes. Okay. So if you are sensitive to cursing or fecal matter, you <laughs> should probably turn this podcast off at this point because unfortunately my vocabulary is limited. And when I get into a situation when I can't explain myself, I go into cursing. When he's backed into a corner, he just resorts to cursing. So, Can you just talk tell me say the reaction that you had you when I told you the story you're like you don't wipe. This is what I was okay, getting at. Okay, go on. So, Lisa was like, "Yeah, I could have just sat down and sat down on poop." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. You don't wipe a public toilet seat before you put the cheeks on there?" And she was like, "No." It's fucking disgusting. It's a public Toilet, you yourself had said have said before that women will not necessarily sit down, but they'll like stand up on the seat or they'll, you know, put their their hands on top of the toilet seat so that their butt isn't actually they will hover over the toilet seat. So then pee is going to get on the toilet seat. Yes, but you can see pee. And but you're just going to sit down without wiping a public toilet seat. That is so gross. Chris. I said, no, I have never in my life wiped off a toilet seat. I, I, I'll go to another toilet and sit down because if I don't see, if I don't see visible pee, if I don't see visible poop, if I don't see visible blood, I'm going to sit down on that toilet seat. There might be a hair on the toilet seat. Oh my will, God, it's so fucking disgusting. I will blow the hair off with my breath, but I will never, I've never- Blow or melt? I wiped- <laughs> <laughs> I've never wiped the toilet seat. And for the most part, I don't use those little toilet lining things that they provide because I just don't. And if I, as it turns out, they have 
that a study came out recently. They don't really protect against any top environmental. I ain't worried about that. If I sat down on a public toilet without protection, wiping it down like a health inspector, I would stand up, grab a razor, and slice off the first layer of my skin. No, because from like my thighs to my butt. Then All the way to my other thighs. On your finger or hand, you're you're no, no, wiping no, 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 off. No, 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 no. You take a big bunch of toilet tissue mm-hmm. and you wipe it down. I mean, you and if you really, if you if you think about it beforehand, what I do if I really have to go to the bathroom, take some toilet tissue, go to the sink, oh uh, and God. get it wet, and then you wipe the toilet down. Put that in the toilet. Then you take some dry toilet tissue, wipe it down. Put that in the toilet, and then you flush the toilet in case there's any residue or uh, snakes in the toilet, and then you flush that, and then you have to go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom, but by no means do you sit down on a toilet without wiping it down. Mm -mm. When you told me that, it did make me look at you differently. The only time I don't put the cheeks on a toilet seat is when I'm in a... um uh, like a donjon, yeah. And I, I use the strength of all of my ancestors' thigh, thighs to keep my butt elevated so that I'm not touching it. Because yeah, guy, that's a unisex thing, and guys are disgusting. Yeah, well, I don't care. I know that women, I know it's different because I know guys will just piss on a seat and yeah. everything else and not even think twice about it. Um, it's just like, I feel like I, it's gross. It's more gross to clean off pee. Let, I mean, that is it's the fact that you are entitled and white and you think, I'm no. kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> it's more gross oh, to God. clean it off with no. my hand than it is to just you don't clean let it with your the hand. invisible you, duty you take, hit my butt. You take, a, you take toilet tissue and you use that like a glove and you wipe it off. You never, I mean. You think that that's going to. That I, like I said, you thin Scott's toilet tissue, no, not you, a sponsor, is going to clean off. You take off. a bunch of it and wipe it down wet first. So get that. I would have to walk it. out. You and don't then... walk out. You get it first before you go in the toilet. That's a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. It's disgusting. It makes me. You know how many times you've touched my butt after sitting on a public toilet? This is what I was about to say, but I didn't want to get into that. 99% of the time. And your hands... And then I went to go eat afterwards. Yeah, and then you and went to eat. <laughs> then you licked your fingers. <laughs> that's so gross. Like, seriously, well, that's so gross. Listeners, CrossFit Chihuahuas, please reach out to us and let us know who is... What what do you do? How you do you wipe, handle? Excuse me. You excuse you. Seat, and if you, what do you don't, do don't talk to me. At a pu- in a Joe public place. Ass. Do you wipe a seat down even though you don't see any pubes or anything? Oh my God. Do you blow on it like I do to sanitize it? <laughs> do you do the Chris White TM method? Take wet Health paper towel. Yeah. Get plastic oh gloves on and then wipe it off thoroughly. What do you do? What Am do you I disgusting? Do do? Am uh, I gross? You are. But the moral of the story is always look at a toilet seat because there might be poop on it, like Why visible would you poop not on it. Look at a toilet. I've never thought. I just always assume that. Again. I mean, I look at it, but that was a that was just a close call. And instead of respecting the fact that I was swift in my actions and prevented disastrous results, because what would you have done if I sat on that and told you the story? 
Like, you wouldn't even be touching me. You wouldn't be near me right now. Yeah, I don't want to be near you right now off of your story talking about... I just, I can't believe that. It's gross. It is so gross to think that you do that. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have the benefit of just holding my dick out and peeing. I have to put the cheeks on the seat. You only have to go sit, put your cheeks on the seat when you have to poop, which is rare because you're not going to poop in a public place. Well, it sounds like a personal problem. I have to do it all of the time. Maybe if toilets were made for women. Also, sometimes... I don't have enough Did space. Did you really to... just try to bring this up? Like, uh, yeah. toilet seats are sexist? Yeah, they are. How? To, I can't... Please tell me how. Because men don't have to wipe in the front. So therefore, there's, like, not enough space. You, I have a hard... There's not enough space. There's plenty of space. No, there's not. Okay. Cool. And I'll demonstrate it the next time I'm going to the bathroom. Uh, are you I'll forgetting that you guys have a dick? You just have to... Uh, we just have well, to what? Thank you. Are you com are you serious? You're talking about there's not enough space for you. Mm -hmm. Guys have, mm, I don't know, inches. I'll just keep it like that. Inches. Between that they, you and the water. That you need to worry about. And there's not enough space for women? I think Stop. I would just. Answer that first. Well, Because I, I think just, you realize that you are wrong Yeah, there. I was just really workshopping that idea. <laughs> Thank and you very much. And it didn't work out. But in, so a, ridiculous. in a perfect world, I feel like for the for able-bodied women to be able to walk up like we're standing and then there's kind of a urinal situation and you just pee in it like you just let it out i feel like that would be cleaner and healthier because you're not touching anything mm -hmm. like you're just standing over hovering and it's it the pee is directed it doesn't get in when your thighs how would it not spray on your thighs um i mean you have a steady stream yeah but I it guess. would still get it would still get your I thighs i have to try this out where or every oh, restroom Stop. where i don't know are you trying every that restroom out? offers those pee things that i've been t i've told you about because i struggled to pee in a cup when i met the doctor's office exactly because it's not a yes it's it's not a shoot i need a shoot that that have, allows my pee to come out like if all of those were provided in bathrooms and we could just pee freely without touching anything anyway nonetheless this was a heated discussion that we had this past week after I told him that... It's, it's really gross. But now I think about, like, for example, we're going out tonight. We're going to get some drinks. Guarantee you are going to go to the bathroom, which means... I'm not you... wiping that seat down. Oh. I mean, maybe I will now that you've brought it up, but I'm... No. Look at, look at like... The... Oh, God. Do you... And so you said you usually don't check the seat. I mean, I look at it, but... It but just, like, what if there was like the faint again, like a faint dry blood that you really can't you see? You can see it. It's a white no, toilet. That's not but true, Lisa. The hospital they have so many. People, and it's a hospital. They have us. so many people coming and cleaning. Oh my god! It's spotless normally, uh, and I I trust that really they, the hospital is going to be spotless. Meanwhile, we talk about how many diseases are spread in a hospital. Normally, the bathrooms I've been volunteering Man, there for five years. There has I don't care about never the, been uh, your past five years. I don't care. The facts are the facts. Diseases are passed all the time in hospitals, which are supposed to be like Bastions one of the cleanest. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I so, get it, but you're gross. They end of the story. You are they're great at cleaning normally, so that it's more a reflection of my disgusting. I trust them to clean. I said good day. Well, how many diseases are spread via butt cheeks? I don't know. When you get back to me on those facts, then I'll 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 maybe be in your camp. I don't care if you're in my camp or not. I know that people listening to this are in my camp. You're gross. You're That's gross. That's how the bubonic plague spread. Sure. 
through butt cheeks and thighs. And butt cheeks. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to discuss with you, because you had a room this past week that had a bathroom in it. Mm, oh, you, okay, so on my trip down in Atlanta, I, I had an Airbnb place, which had all in one room. It was your bed, your kitchen, and your bathroom was in like a side room. But the bathroom did not have a door. It just had like a curtain. And it had open ceilings and open floors. So if someone was doing their business, all bets are off. I mean, like you can hear everything or I don't want to say smell everything, but... You would. Yeah, you would. So go ahead. So anyway, we were talking about, I don't know if we're unusual, an unusual couple, but Chris and I do not poop in front of each other. Uh, I don't think that's unusual. I think that's normal. I, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think people God, do and there's no wrong. problem. I think you're, I think you're Again, wrong. people, let me know if... Yeah, let her know. Don't Chris let me I, know because I don't want to know. For some reason. So <laughs> we've been together, as we've mentioned, <clears throat> since actually 1492, August, October 16th, when Columbus landed on in the New Americas. And we have not pooped in front of each other. Nor will we ever. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's like one of those things in it's our gross. relationship. Like there, that's a line that we'll never cross. Like unless like no. it's a medical thing. Okay, fine, cool. Even then, just I'll I'll work it out. But there have been a couple of situations we've been traveling when we traveled to Amsterdam for some godforsaken reason. The bathroom in Amsterdam. The walls were clear, yep. and the toilet faced the bed. So if I'm on the, the bed and I'm looking at the toilet, like if Chris was taking a dump, I would be I would see him. Like it was right. such a strange. It was stupid. It was so such a weirdly designed bathroom space. Yeah. With again, it's for two people. This room. So then Chris and I had to coordinate with each other. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Go ahead. No, what? I'm not. Go ahead. No, what? Nothing. Go ahead. What? No. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris and I had to coordinate with each other. Like, I got to poop, so you have to go downstairs in the lobby because I don't want you seeing me straining while I'm rocking back and forth. (laughs) 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 Then grunting, Uh. and then so then it's like, okay, all clear. You can come back up. So we have this thing, like, even in our house, we have to tell each other, like, we'll tell each other for some reason, like, that's no problem. We're well, like, no, hey, we I'm tell pooping. each other because it's like, I don't, want, I don't want you to be like, Chris, where'd you go? And be like, I'm in the bathroom. But, and plus, I don't know how everyone else feels. You got to go to the bathroom. That's the time to, like, just be by yourself. Some people like to read. Some people just like to get on your phone. Some people just want to, like, spend time to themselves. I don't want... To be bothered. It's like being in a grocery store. Leave me the fuck alone. I want to take my time and enjoy the situation. Now, Chris is so sensitive about, like, me being around him yeah, pooping. leave me alone. He, like, closes multiple doors, yep. like, plays. Locks everything, padlocks, uh, plays <laughs> music, runs water. Plays go-go music. Right. Then runs the water sometimes. I tell him not to because you're wasting water. Like, will make me walk outside. That's not true. Shut up. Now you're being dumb. Gets an Uber for me. Right. Drive her around for the next 25 <laughs> minutes. Thanks, sir. 
Like, what? And then, like, sometimes in the meantime, I have to pee. So then the bathrooms that we have share a wall. So I have to, like, tiptoe. No, I but I can always hear. I can always hear. to go hear. into the bathroom so I can relieve myself. You can And wait. then, like, Chris is always annoyed because he... Because I can hear you. So you're breaking up my rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> like, chill out. What, you can wait. What rhythm? There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. <laughs> There's a rhythm, and you don't want we all we don't want to get too specific here, but you don't want to cut things off before they need. to I'm be, just saying yeah. you don't want to cut things off, and then like you know maybe you're startled by something. I have a question for you. When you're sitting on the toilet, by the way, this is way too graphic of an episode. In the rhythm that you are explaining, is that the moment Martin Luther King Jr. is looking down at you? And I hope not. Uh, I hope <laughs> that's when he's looking at everything else. He's looking at the other I people. I hope he's looking, yeah. I hope when he happened to glance down and look like, oh, that's, this boy is rocking back and forth. I hope it's not that. <laughs> I wanted to say something else, but it definitely wouldn't have been PG. <laughs> so I decided not to. Uh, I could go on with that as well, but I won't because I'm respectful. Mm-hmm. I always had a problem with the whole idea of, like, like dead people looking at you and like but like like during this part are they looking because like I'm, oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean again I, i'm saying that not in a literal way you literal just way i just i hope that it warms him i hope that he looks down at what black people have done right now <laughs> and not during the poop stuff but what they where they are right now in society mm-hmm. because i'm sure you know well that's it. I'll stop. Okay. Anyway, I have, I'm, I have conflicting views on that idea. Anyway, so... You said, anyway. I anyway, know. Anyway. Anyway. anyway, anyway. Um, that's all. That's what I, I really... I just wanted to let everyone know that we, we, we don't poop in front of each other and hopefully never will. And yeah, I, 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 I just... I'm offended by the thought, the thought of, of couples sharing that. Again, to each their own. But no thank you, not in this house. Not even a cracked door. Yeah, for real. I, it is a special time for me. I want to be left alone. I don't want you anywhere near me. So piss off. When piss you, off, bathroom. Get when it. you keep uh. the door open in their house when I'm not home and the dogs roll up, do they make eye contact with you? Because they do with me. Yeah, of course. Do you they roll to... up, they know what's going on, and, they, and they'll walk away. I have to close the door because... No, they don't I mean, stare I, at I, me. They stare at me, and I have to close the door a little bit because I I can't make eye contact when that's happening. Yeah, well... I think I'm... maybe that's the source of it. You just don't you don't make eye contact when that's happening. No, I mean, like, the dogs aren't stupid. They know what's up. They look, and it's like, all right, he's doing his business, and I'm going to walk uh, someplace else. I'll give him some space. Yeah. While he's in his rhythm, exactly. That's the song that's gonna go in my head next time I have to. That's good. Okay. Well, um, I don't have much else. Rhythm Nation, so... Jackson. We'll go all the rhythm songs. Sure. Good. I don't have anything else. Do you well, have anything that's else? It. We're definitely at the magic uh, number here. So let's wrap it up. Go ahead. Last words. I am your host. Lisa Walker White, and here you have my co-host, Christopher Bernard White, and we are signing off. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. Sleep well. 
bless up, do the splits and the shits. Have a great day. You forgot your middle name, Cameron. Okay. Well, I feel like that was that was pretty good, though. Sure. I have nothing else. Can't follow that. See you, everybody. Have a great week. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.